Welcome back, bitches. This is Girl Why Podcast with your hosts, Vanessa and Terry. Your weekly podcast where no topic is off limits. All right, guys. Welcome to the very first episode of Spill and Sip. I have David Yontif here, a podcast podcast host of Behind the Velvet Rope. Hi, David. Thank you for having me. So excited for this new format and our new show. I am so, so excited. So guys, um, we've kind of been teasing it a little bit. Every week, uh, starting today, we're going to have David come on the show, and we're just going to talk about all the tea. Whatever is going on, whether it's Housewives tea, Bachelor tea, anything in Hollywood, Kardashians, you name it, we are going to talk about it. Um, So I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I am super excited. This week, Terry couldn't join us, but she will be on all the future episodes, so don't you guys worry. She'll be here. She will be here. Where should we begin? Okay, we need to jump right in. I know you watched, you had to have watched the Meghan Markle, Prince Harry, bombshell Oprah interview. I mean, is anyone talking about anything else? It's slow in gossip, guys, the past two days. It's It's all about this interview. Correct, correct. So what were your thoughts? I want to hear everything you thought about it. I mean... Look, first of all, I just think the behind the scenes is interesting. There's now this drama over was she paid or was she not paid? Everyone's like she was paid $7 million. There's claims that she wasn't paid at all. I mean, Oprah asked her if she was paid. Flat out. But it's a smart move because it was so highly rated. I think the highest rated thing in forever. And now they've proven their worth that they can go and get TV shows. Look, I don't think they're looking for a reality show, but this put a ton of money in their pocket for future options. Um, you know, it was, it, was, it was interesting. It was good. I mean, who better than to do this than Oprah? I mean, what were you shocked about the most? The revelation about the skin color? Because that's- I don't think I was shocked, like, in a sense of, like, I didn't, like, fall off my chair. I, but it was one of those things I was surprised that they were sharing it kind of thing. Not so much at the behavior- right based on just, you know, the picture that they show and what's gone on for um, 10 million years, more so that they actually shared it. Because especially like Prince Harry, the way he was raised, I mean, they don't do that. Everything is very hush-hush. So I'm shocked that they spoke as much as they did. Well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, that's what I took away. Like, I like to, re- I just take away, Megan wears the pants in this relationship. So oh, like, yeah. I mean... <laughs> she she got and I don't mean this in like a negative way she got what she wanted she's living the life that she wants away from them and Harry's all in I mean Harry is all in but good for him you know if they're living an authentic life in love happy that's gotta be better than you know whatever fake stuff is going on behind the iron gate across the pond you know like if if this is his person and this it's like why do you need money why do you need detail you can make your own i don't let's not well let's not feel sorry for them they will make millions and 10 20 30 40 million dollars off this alone in the future because how this went so a hundred percent i mean like if someone said to you go live a royal life and be lonely and have a fake life or go be with the love of your life and you'll make you know $75 $75 million instead of, you know, hundreds of million, you would be there, right? Correct. I just wonder, or I just hope that they just don't get divorced because then are they going to take them back? But that's like, we'll see that down the road if that ever happens. So, all right, let's move along because we have just a little bit of time here. Oh, the other thing I wanted to touch on, what did you think about 
your housewife, Bethany Frankel, jumping in. <laughs> I mean, you know, well, what did you think? I mean, here's the thing. It's like, you're media trained. You know what's going to happen. Correct. Dear, if you make any comment about this. And yes, other people make comments, but Bethany's, of course. And I just think that, does Bethany want, I mean, is she jealous? Because it came across as jealous to me. Like, you don't have to be the richest. You don't have to be the most talked about. Like, just let Megan have her moment, Bethany. Correct. And what this has to do with you is beyond me. You know, if it was Andy, if it was a housewife, Lisa Rinna, if it was something related to Bravo, you were on Shark Tank. I don't know what this has to do with Bethany. It's not a That was my thing. Chat. I don't know why she plugged herself in. It was just unnecessary, in my opinion. And at least one post I saw said, you know, sorry if you don't like my opinion. I'm very open and honest. And that's how I, you know, express myself every week on the Be Strong with Bethany podcast. I'm like, well, that's a nice plug, sweetheart. So right. <laughs> I just think it was, I just think she had no place commenting. I totally, totally agree. All right, so let's move along. Talk to me about The Bachelor. I know you are all up to date on the season. Obviously, there's a lot going on with Chris Harrison. Do you think he's canceled, you know, with the cancel culture? I mean, you know, so I just had a bunch of The Bachelors on my show. I know. A bunch of the yes. ba- I, I, I don't think so. Do you know that either. there is this school of thought, and the more I think about it, you know, the, you know, because listen, this is why you have asked me to be part of the show. I, I hear things behind mm-hmm. the scenes. That's my podcast. I'm talking to all these people. There's a lot of buzz that this was on purpose, that Chris did that. this on purpose. Yeah. I mean, look, I think in cancel culture, if you do an interview after 15 years of media training and you slip up one word, you slipped up. Right. I don't know how you sit with Rachel Lindsay, of all people, and, and push and make 13000 quote unquote mistakes. So some people say Chris wants it and you don't know his contract. You don't know. It's kind of like Jesse Smollett from Empire. Remember yes, all that scandal? Yes, yes, he, yes. He, he got paid that last yes. year when he wasn't on the show. So I there's rumors that Chris's contract gives him money, whether he's working and Chris is done and he's retired. And I don't know if that's true, but I don't think he's canceled. I think I, I don't, I don't either. think so. I don't either. I think uh, he is canceled for a very small moment in time, but I think he'll be back. And I could, I definitely see him being back on the future Bachelor seasons for sure. I agree. And off topic really quickly, you know, yes. he's back too, is she's only on Patreon. Now you have to pay $8.99 a month. Stassi, Stassi and Bo. Now oh, I did not know that. So just talking about people who are cultural. Now, I don't know if people are going to tune in. Stassi's lost no followers. She's actually gained followers. I think she's like at two or like 2.1 or 2.2. I'm Stassi, sure people will tune in. Right. She has a podcast. It is not available public. It is you either pay $8.99 or, or you, you don't, don't get it. And it's, she's like, we're going to reveal how being parents are. And I don't know. So they might get my eight ninety. answer your question. <laughs> I don't think stop. I don't think Chris is canceled. I mean, I don't you know, either. I think now I don't either. No. Um, anything else you want to talk about in this season of the bachelor? And it's been like a weird season. It's been a weird season. It's really a shame that, you know, a historic moment of the first black bachelor is listen, this is going to be the Rachel Kirkconnell season the drama it's just there's so much more drama this season than any other season yes agree ever you know and everyone i've had on like i had on mike johnson and i think mike johnson that's that's my choice of who should be the new host if you want if you want my <laughs> money on it i i do think it's 100 percent going to be and needs to be someone of diversity and inclusion like it just it doesn't work any other way whoever the new host is to me i agree but i, but I think chris will be involved somehow I think Chris will be back. And then again, if 
if for some reason he did not come back as the host, which again, I, I'm still leaning that way, then I think like you said, it'll be someone, they have to bring someone with diverse cultures and things like that. Uh, or if not, I don't know how it would work. You can't hire another white man. So it's no. just, let's just call it what it is. But I think it might be Chris and somebody else. I don't know. I think it's going to be, be interesting. something. But no, I don't think Chris is canceled. I don't either. All right, so let's move along. Uh, Housewives of Atlanta, you know they're my favorite. Um, Cynthia Bailey's wedding is fast approaching. Um, she, this, this woman, God bless her. I mean, obviously we know that the wedding has happened, but the amount of things that are happening leading up to the wedding, uh, the bridesmaids dress aren't working out. The groomsmen, or I'm sorry, her groom's, uh, ring isn't fitting. Her mom's dress didn't arrive. Norelle's dress doesn't fit. I mean, the list goes on and the hurricane is coming. Like everything that could go wrong has gone wrong for poor Cynthia. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to get married in a pandemic, Vanessa. It's like, hard it's to get hard. married, period. I did it. And then in a pandemic, I cannot imagine. I have no interest in doing it. So I'm going to pass on that one. Um, I'm going to Goldie and Kurt it. Should I ever find someone that I want to spend the rest of my life with? And I live in New York. You know what? This apartment building's got a lot of apartments. They can live down the hall or upstairs. They can live a block away in my apartment. I don't know about that. I don't do know about all that. Why I'm single and I'm going to die alone. But well, next week on the Behind the Velvet Rope, five day a week, interview podcast, shameless plug, I will be sitting down with the one. And I never tell my guests, but now that I'm part of your show here every week, I'm going to be spilling Steve. I love I'm sitting it. down with the one, the only Mr. Cynthia Bailey. Oh Ooh. yes. I am here for this. Now this was recorded after the wedding, but prior to, you know, it was prior, like he didn't want to give away. It was a couple of weeks <laughs> ago, but you know, we talk, I'm about here for it. we talk about Bolo. I'm here for we all We talk of it. about Mike Hill is, and listen, I don't think all my interviews are great. Lo, this one, you have to listen to. He is. Oh, I will. Loved. I was actually just listening to your Janice Dickinson one, which I'm loving so far, oh. the part one. Uh, but yes, I am excited about Mike Hill, though. That's a, that's a good one. It's time. What we, day is it coming out? Do we know? Can we tell? Next week. Okay. Well, that's fine. Not that's fine. one of the five days next week, I promise. That's fine. But I will be on the lookout time. for that. It's, it's, I just, I, I loved him. I mean, even at the end, I was like, you know, you can't blame a girl for trying. And he's like, no, you, 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 you were great. And, you know, you did it respectfully. You know, listen, I mean, we, he's a sports guy. We, yes, talk, yes. we talked about a lot of other things. And he has a great, interesting book. Like, he was sexually abused when he was young by a woman. That. Yeah, like, his story is actually very interesting. So we do. And then I'm just like, before I turn this bus left and we exit this whole <laughs> conversation and never come back to it and talk about nothing but the icon that is Cynthia Bailey, do you have anything else to say? And he laughed. And I'm like, okay, well, honey, now we're going to talk about housewives. I love so. that. And I actually love them together. I think they will love. Uh, stand the test of time. I think, I think so. And like, that's love. the thing. Like Mike's whole thing is like, he's been to therapy. His book, this isn't a plug for his book. Well, they're either. mature. They're very mature. They're mature adults. They're not, you know, young 21 year olds getting married for the first time going down the aisle. She's been married. He's been married. They have grown children. So I think they will do well because they are mature and seasoned. I think so. And he's worked his shit out. And he's like, look, I, 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 I'm an asshole. I cheated. I did all yep. these things. Like that I, I was know. not ready. And that was my issues as an insecure man. You know, and his whole thing is it's okay to be like a masculine black man who can cry. And it's, so it's like, it really, it's a good interview. I was going to really, say, you're already yeah. hyping me up. I'm like, no, yeah, no, it's like, wait. Wait. He, he was down for it. So, but I mean, Atlanta's good. Like, it's been a slower season, I think, it but has. then Bolo and now this. But for me, it has not been a slower season 
because of the lack of Nini. It's just because of COVID. That's oh, 100% different. agree. I don't miss Nini in any way, shape, or form. Funny you say that because I actually sometimes I rewatch The Housewives just for like things like this, just to like the things that I didn't catch in the first time I watched it. And I honestly thought to myself, like, I don't miss Nini at all. Like, at I really all. don't. And I mean, I don't have anything against Nini, um, but I don't miss her. Now, what do you think about Kenya and Drew's relationship? Well, it's not the greatest now, is it? Of course not, but this is Kenya we're talking about. <laughs> I mean, I love Kenya. I know you uh, do. I love Kenya. I know you do. I mean, Kenya just being so messy and just on this investigation to like who slept with Bolo. It's like, oh, I am so here for it. Do you think Kenya leaked uh, the info to page six or had someone leak it to page six? Yeah. Oh, I do too. I do. But you know, the interesting thing is like Bolo, I mean, you know, you saw him on Watch What Happens. He doesn't reveal anything. Honey, I've been trying to contact Bolo since the, the minute this happened. Like, Bolo, but then, you know, the more I thought about it, I was like, I mean, he doesn't want to talk. And I'm like, you don't need to talk. Like, your name is out there. Anyone that wants to book you knows to type in Bolo. And, and knows what you can do. Mom, yeah. And, I mean, if you reveal stuff, you, you actually won't get booked. It's breaking the code of honor. Yeah, that's so very, he's, very true. It's, it's never going to come from his lips. Like, and you can speculate all you want. It's not the same. We still don't know really what happened and who did what. And I don't we think we'll ever know. I think we're going to no. speculate. And I think, you know, I have my ideas, but we'll never know. Do you like Drew on the season? Do you think she was a good addition? I do. I think like, I mean, I love me some Ralph Pittman. <laughs> yes. I think like as we get to know them more, I think he's going to be one of those house husbands that has airtime and has a story and contributes to her story. Well, he is a mess. He's He's a mess. Like there's more, there's layers to to peel back in that relationship. He's a mess. And like, I don't love Drew. In a way, I think Latoya is more interesting, but I don't not like Drew. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm the same. Um, I haven't decided yet. I just don't think she's had enough time to really you know establish what her role is going to be and what character she's choosing to play so it's hard to say right now i think she's kind of just kind of been there like you said latoya has definitely put herself out there more so she's grown on me a little bit but my queen is always still going to be marlo <laughs> that's you know i love one. my marlo I, you know i love my marlo. i know you do i mean atlanta to me like is one of those franchises it's like an erica jane i mean i know erica has a lot going on now but you know like you look at last season like what did erica do nothing it doesn't right. matter it's like she's not getting fired she's erica jane you know can't like it's just atlanta is all-stars candy burst is an all-star she does yes. not need this job cynthia bailey is an all-star porsche so it's like atlanta to me is like it's bigger you know it's not a bunch of potomac girls and i mean Agreed. i love the potomac girls but they need to bring it it's a different atlanta, level yeah it is it's a totally it different is. level so I, I forgive a lot of it when it's slower because, like, I don't know. We have Candy Burris on our freaking TV. Oh, I'm right? still watching. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Whether it's, like, hype or not, I'm still watching every week. And like I said, I may even watch it twice. <laughs> yeah. And then when, like, the Bolo stuff comes around, you're like, okay. This now, is why I love it. Right. Let's just remind everyone why this is All-Stars here down in Atlanta. It's great. So we have a little bit of extra time. So real quick, it wasn't on um, our outline for today, but what are you thinking of, how are you feeling on Jersey? Because I'm obsessed. The season is like the bomb. Starting from the first 13 like seconds in. I'm obsessed. You know, I still, and again, maybe this is just because of what I do. And listen, for everyone listening, I'm not cynical. I'm not jaded. I'm 
like a happy person. There's lots of things which I believe it's not because I'm from New York and because I host a interview <laughs> Bravo podcast. I just believe, I truly believe that producers were like, bitch, you make $1.5 million and this is what you are going to, you're going to walk in that room or in, I mean, I don't think they said really when, like, I mean, I, yeah, I guess they did say when, like, I think it was planted. I think they said you need to go now. Fine. Like how Jackie reacts and what that could go for a minute or three hours. It doesn't mean it's going to be the whole season. What do you but think I of Jackie's think reaction? Pushing that domino and setting that domino in motion. I don't believe Teresa out of nowhere came up with this. I really don't. I don't believe she heard it. I believe, I believe, I mean, if you look at timing, the OC Housewives was filming in COVID and they're different production companies. Mm -hmm. And then Dallas was filming in COVID and then Jersey started. So either this production company, which is not the same as the other two, is just, is on their game in COVID. Right. Or the dailies were starting to get sent to Andy and Bravo and they were like, all right, well, I mean, we're in the OC. We have to keep going in Dallas and like Jersey, we've caught this in time and you better fucking you step it up, do something. And this is coming from the top down. I think it's one of those two, either the production company. I mean, that's why the housewives all feel different. It's different production companies. So either they were like, came up with this or someone at Bravo was getting the dailies for the OC in Dallas and is like, all right. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Can't start the season over. We're 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 in it, but it's too late. But it's not going to be too late for Dallas. I mean, for right. Jersey, you better get your shit together. That makes a lot of sense. See, I actually just thought Teresa doesn't need a whole lot of fuel to you know light a fire under her ass kind of thing. And I just think Teresa was doing what Teresa does. She came in hot. You know what I mean? Um, so, but I, I like what you're saying. That makes a lot of sense. Let me ask you though. What did you think Jackie's of Jackie's reaction? reaction? Yeah, I wanted to see what you said. Of, what you I mean, I get, and I know Jackie in real life. Like I've DM'd and texted with Jackie. She hasn't, I mean, listen, I would never reveal anything anyway if she put it in right. But I, no, think, yeah. I think now, because my podcast has gotten so big, people like don't put things in writing when they're talking to me. Which I can't say that I blame them. I know, like, <laughs> I, I, me either. Like so, NDAs are like, the only but way. But mind you, mind you, it's not like I say to Jackie, like, what you know. I, I literally, we don't even get into the show to be honest with you. Right. Well, I'm also passive aggressive. Like I'm waiting for her to bring it up, and all right, if you're not gonna, I'm not gonna bring it up. <laughs> you know, I'm not so outraged by her reaction as much as a lot of other people. Like. I understand, I mean, I, I, okay, I, I also need to play it over and really see the words used, but it really did seem like an analogy to me, but I, I, I only watched it once. I am totally fine with her analogy. I will say this, Teresa's not the type of person that you would give an analogy to because I think it just goes right over her head. That's besides my, the point. My yes. issue was, I just think she almost gave it too much energy. If it's, if someone says to me, like I'm married and they come right. to me, Vanessa, uh, your husband sleeps around at the gym or whatever the rumor was, you know, was going on at the party. If she truly in her heart of heart believes that it's not true or she trusts her husband, whatever. I just think right. she gave it so, too much energy. She was like, you know, Marge, I've been crying all day and I'm just devastated. Right. And it was like, girl, if it's not true, just it's not true. And move on with your life and say, F you, Teresa, and your right. lies and kind of be done with it. I just think she gave it like way too much. Right. Like if someone says something that's so absurd, you're just like, yeah whatever yeah. if that's what you think and feel unless you come with the receipts as they all say then i would have moved on i just i almost think she has you know made it seem like there is something because of how upset she is and i mean i have to say i think jersey more than any other franchise 
like you just know you don't talk about the kids. Especially with Teresa and Dolores. Correct. I don't know, you know, Margaret would probably get mad, Melissa, but I would not go there with Dolores or Teresa. And even Marge said, and Marge is probably, I think, the most easygoing one and usually kind of goes with the flow. Even she said, kids are off limit. Like, even though it was an analogy, kids are, and I got the analogy. I totally got the right. analogy. And I didn't even have an issue with the analogy. Like I said, it was just more, I just think she gave it way too much clout. Like, girl, if it's not true, you believe in your marriage and your husband, then that's all that matters. Yes, I agree. And, but I mean, yes. And I mean, I do think, okay, Gia is older, but I do just agree. She is someone's child and she didn't sign up for it. She's not on the show. And, and she's Teresa's child. So I would have never gone there. Right. Like <laughs> just in what world, like I would be afraid to mention Gia's name, even in a positive Correct. way around Teresa, because it one little syllable being off. My daughter. Yeah. No. So you just had to know, but I still think it was like a plant and pushed in motion. Do you think, um, because we're, I think, on episode three or four, I can't remember. Do you think Jack is going to kind of come back in? Or do you think she's going to kind of do, like, the whole where we're not going to see her much this season because she's that upset? I think... Or what do you we know? Are, I know you well, <laughs> I know for a fact... Like, I knew for a fact she didn't go on that trip when they were filming. But she does film the season. Okay. But it would not shock me. We'll see. I'm not... This is not like I know anything. Like, no, no, I no, yeah. Because when I know stuff, that's when I don't talk. But I could see her pulling a Monique. Let's just That's see how it goes. I, I could see her. I could see her. Like, listen, I have so much respect for Monique at this She's point. She's a boss. Because it's like, first of all, your husband comes in. Your husband don't give a shit who Andy fucking Cohen is. Give me a break. But the way that he put Andy in his place. like, Oh, that was after, Like, which I don't blame him. Like, I've sat around. I filmed this. I waited four months with this out there. I be, want my moment. He, then I waited another four months. And now I'm here and you want to We talked about me? this the last time you were on our, our uh, podcast. But that was right when the season was uh, had just finished. So yeah, totally. I totally agree with you. And so like when Moni quit, like I, I <laughs> get it. She's like, I was going to come back and clear my name. But let me tell you, it's not going to work like that. It's not. You guys are going to do this to me again. And I do believe that that's what they do. So I believe Jackie might just leave and be like, I don't need this. It's really drama. affecting. I mean, let's face it, Jennifer Aiden, you could tell her her that that her husband and her kids were like whatever, and she would probably walk out the door and leave them to, to stay on the TV. Correct. I believe Jackie is really the type that she's like, okay, what has this done for my marriage and my personal life? And I've evaluated it, and here we are at the end, and I just I'm I'm done. I I, I can I, see I, it. I can see that. I could totally, totally, totally see that. Yeah. All right. So before we have a couple more things, I want to move us right along. Are you up to date on the whole T.I. and his wife situation. Have you read anything about it? No, I'm behind. Tell okay. me everything. I'm just going to touch on it a little bit because it is messy and it's all allegedly, there's obviously there's a lot going on. And I mean, Andy a lot of asked parts. Candy about this at one point. Oh, does he? Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, she, she was on Watch What Happened. She basically said like, I, you know, I'm not going. I'm in. not getting involved. Yeah. <laughs> well, basically, I have a feeling we're going to have a Bill Cosby situation all over again. At this point, from what I last read, we're up to like 14 or 15 women who have come forward with some sort of allegations of whether it's uh, inappropriate sexual behavior, drugging them. The list goes on. So my thoughts are, are we going to see this, like, this whole Bill Cosby thing just play out all over again? And, like, what the fuck is wrong with Hollywood that, like, you have to force people to, like, do this? Like, it's all going to come out. I don't get it. Like, aren't they smarter than this? 
No. Like everything is going to be ruined for you. Yeah. I just, right. I just don't. Well, also, yeah. I mean, listen, I'm not in the mindset. Like I don't really, like I'm sure there's like a, what's the word? Like a psychological aspect that goes along with this crime of a rape or taking advantage of people. But you also just have a lot of money. So like if you really just want to go have sex with like a hundred people, you can pay. Like, uh, sorry, yes, that's, just where, that's, that's just where my, my mind point. goes. Like, or like, it's why not like you have an NDA. Why don't you have like some sort of agreement in place? So, like, like you said, if you guys yeah. want to go be freaks, there's no problem. There's plenty of people who be freaks with you, but do it like the right way so that we're not talking about you here on uh, spill and sip. <laughs> right. I so I just don't get it. Like when you have so much to lose. And you're in the public eye, right? Like, how is that not going to come out when it's multiple people? Yeah, and you know what they say, where there's smoke, there's fire. And, you know, if it's one person, two persons, now we're up to, like, 14 or 15, probably even more at at this hour. Um, Well, you know, the next time I have Janice Dickinson on, I will bring this up because, you know, she has, you know, she's there with, you know, she has a past with Will Cosby. That's true, yes. Which I didn't bring up. Listen, when I don't bring something up on Behind the Velvet Rope, there's usually a reason that I, it usually is if you're reading between the lines that I was told totally, not to. Totally, totally. Because we go there, so, but y- y- who needs, I mean, she she brought it up at one point. She even mentioned Bill Cosby, but I just moved no, on. No, yeah, yeah, No, yeah, and some things, it's okay to move past. But uh, I agree with you. I, I don't get it. You go be a freak. I don't judge. Just, pay to have sex. Pay to have 400 people in a room and do your thing. Correct. So we'll keep an eye on this because it's obviously going to develop. I'm sure this is going to play out for a while as they gather their facts and things like that. But I just wanted to kind of pick your brain on that. All right. Before we wrap it up, you had some tea that you were going to deliver to us. What do you got? Well, I was going to say, again, this isn't just a shameless plug for my Patreon, but you were asking (laughs) me earlier before we got on this, if I know anything about this designer, Koa Johnson, that has this whole past with Jen. So this Saturday on my Patreon account, I sat down with Koa. So I have an interview coming. It's so complicated. I don't know. It was literally the strangest interview (laughs) possibly I've ever done in my life. I don't, I mean, like he was coming on to kind of open up about all of this. And then we interviewed and it was like, there were no ants. Like I was like, Kind of going in circles, maybe. He kept looking at somebody. I was, I'm telling you, it was the weirdest. And then, like an hour later, I was going to release it. Here's some tea. I was going to release that today. Okay. But he then broke the news to paid six. And I'm like, no, I mean, it's okay. Like, it all happens at the same time. I put out things. You can break it. Of course. It was specifically like, I'm not going to talk to anyone except you. And And so I'm like, okay, well, that's A. And then B, I'm going to ask you a lot of questions about this Jen Shaw thing. And I gave him a chance. We talked about his designs. Like it was a great plug for him. And then like two hours later, he broke it to paid six. Did paid six give him some money? I don't know. It's possible. Possible. Highly possible. So like for me to bump an interview, I bumped an interview, put out Chef Natasha from Below Deck Sailing Yacht. And I'm like, I really don't. Because when people go on Patreon and they're like an interview, it is a whole thing. Like you can't just yeah, do that. It's like you have to tell them. And I'm just like, I don't care. I don't care if you're happy, if you're sad. I don't care. This is going on Patreon. And it's just an interesting interview for everyone to listen to because it's like 
it's really, I even say at the end, I'm like, thank you for not answering anything. <laughs> well, I, I'm definitely going to listen. I am definitely it's gonna listen. the weirdest interview ever. Okay. Ever. Well, I'm excited and everybody should definitely listen to it. Anything else, any other tea that we need to spill before we wrap it up this week? This was a great first episode, by right? the way. The only other tea, I mean, you know, I've heard that um, Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde are just like, there's no separating them. So I think that's moving forward really fast for anyone who cares about that. Yeah, I mean, I saw her moving in like a few weeks back and with her luggage and that whole messy situation. So yeah, I'm not surprised there. I think this is it for her, really. And that's really, you know, like, I feel like normally we're going to have a lot more topics, but like the world has shut down the past three days. It's all Harry and Meghan. I was going to say that. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why it's just now that's being so scrutinized. It was no more shocking than any other shocking interview. I think it's because we don't hear anything that goes on, you know, behind the palace kind of thing. And I think because they dished on things that we've never heard them say before and that we normally wouldn't. Everybody's just like taking it all in kind of thing. I'm just more interested in like, why? Like, why? Like, why? I mean, okay, for the money and stuff, but why? Like, what does Harry say? Yes, it's Oprah. Like, what? Like, how did we get here? I'm more interested in that. What's that conversation like? And what type of conversation does Harry have with anyone back home? And is there even a conversation? Or is it just like, hey, everyone, this is airing. It almost seems like they're what you would say mad as hell. And they're just like, we're going to live our own life out here. We're going to do interviews and put the business out there. That's kind of the vibe I got. Yeah. Which, I mean, you would kind of do. The way Harry was brought up from, like, the second they're born. I mean, everything is to respect the queen, the majesty and all those things and keep everything within the, you know, the uh, royal palace and blah, blah, blah. So I think they're just mad as hell. I think so. And like, or I maybe Megan is mad and she's like boosting Harry up. <laughs> one of the two. And like, who, who blames them? Like if someone tried to control you, you would just be like, and then I think this solidifies that. I think if anyone was like, why are you leaving? It's a palace. You're leaving a title and money. I think this, sends the message of like yeah like we're fine that exactly too because i think when they first left it was like oh they want to leave the palace kind of thing and maybe people didn't get it and now people are going to be like oh okay that makes perfect sense i would leave too i mean they could hire their own security like they i don't like they're like you said they're not missing any meals no no, no offense. so like <laughs> it's all gonna be fine and I I'm think sure that it will. to me, that's the message that this sends because now the world is like numbers are being calculated and the amount of people that watch. And I think it's just, it's clear. Yep. All right, Mr. Yontif, this was a great episode. I had so much fun. I can't wait to keep doing this every week. Uh, tell everybody where they can find your podcast. They can, much different than this, five days a week, interviews with different pop culture figures, Behind the Velvet Rope, everywhere podcasts are found, or on Instagram, at Behind Velvet Rope. Know that, at Behind Velvet Rope. And I will put all that information in our show description, guys, so have no fear. It'll all be there for you guys. We'll be back next week with some more tea, so have a good rest of your week. Talk to you guys later. Thank you, David. You are the best. Go ahead. You know what the great thing about tuning into this every week is like, There'll never be a lack of tea, people. Oh, never. No. We no. can't keep up. Correct. But yes, next week. All right, my loves. You guys all have a wonderful week. Everybody stay safe and stay healthy. See you then. Bye. Bye.